Good evening, everybody, and a very warm welcome to the last Saturday night of 2000. What are we? 21. Uh, oh dear, it's going to be a long night, everybody. From your church down in Paul in Dorset, just bringing everybody together just to say hello, celebrate the end of this year, get ready for the festive season, and maybe have a little few talks for next year. Please bring any questions or anything you just want to discuss. Please pop those into the comments box. Uh, a very free form tonight. We are be doing different things and just having a bit of fun because we can. So hello, Eva. Hello, Susan. If you're in the room, shout out. Ah. An absolutely beautiful day over here in the UK. And now that cold tab has come in. Wonder who that is. We've got some people hanging around in our green room. I don't know who they are. Who are they? Just give you a clue. Who could this be? It's the wonderful Jack. Jack oh, from Denmark. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, Lawrence. How are Excellent. you? I am wonderful. Thank you for dropping in. But there is also somebody else hanging around in our green room. I don't know who this is. I'll give you a little bit of a clue here, a musical clue, everybody. See how good you are. And it's the lovely Ron Cox from Florida. Yay! Hello, <laughs> Good Hello evening. everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Welcome. Well. Sorry, dear? I said I hope everyone is well. Yes, we're all uh, hunkering down over here, just having a little bit of fun. So, gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you again for your time, spending it with us tonight. So appreciate this. What a year. What a year. Uh, where do we start? Oh. Well, we started in the UK here. We started on a bit of a bum note. We had a, yet another lockdown, uh, which affected everybody. What about you, Mr. Cox? How did your year start over there in Florida? Oh, it's been rolling lockdowns. This state's locked down. This state's open. It's all over the place. Right. It's all over the place. And now, unfortunately, we, we had the Omicron starting to set in. And, and everybody's afraid. But why live in fear? Yeah. Live with uh, fear. Yeah, I was having that discussion today with people. Uh, we can't keep living in fear like this. How about you, wonderful Jack? How did your year get off to a start? 
Oh, so far we are not, we don't have uh, uh, that hard lockdown. Like uh, pubs and nightclubs have to stop serving alcohol after ten, and uh, and luckily the, the the zoos and things are closing from tomorrow, so I'm free tonight. You know, um, so that's lucky. I'm, I I came out of the cave because no no audience anyway. So. Um, <laughs> Well, that's good news then, Jack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> From our uh, point of view as spiritualists, how do what, what are any thoughts on where we are at this time in a, and this whole situation? There's any spiritual aspects you'd like to share? Go ahead, Jack. <clears throat> Well, uh, you know your friends are, Jack. <laughs> aspect, but but uh, I think it's kind of saddened me. Uh, uh, the situation at the, uh, is now from a spiritual point of view to see how many uh, people that were supposed to be spiritual and are full of love and light, how they are nagging each other and things like that. And uh, and as mentioned, I, I believe a lot of it comes out for out of fear, uh, one way or another. But but it's it's like, wow. Some sometimes I think it's there's been people that uh, uh, that really surprised me in, in their way of talking to other people, uh, uh, looking at other people, and, and things like that. Uh, but I do have a, a great hope that that will change, uh, change with the daylight, uh, so to speak, uh, as we are coming to the shortest day. Um, you know, but but it's um, but but I believe what we can do is just try to stay positive and just uh, don't get involved with, with uh, in these. Uh, debates, discussions, and, and things like that. I know for myself, I keep myself out of it. Uh, uh, sometimes I can throw a comment, but I'm really aware of how I phrase myself uh, at these times mm -hmm. uh, as a, spirit, a spiritualist, uh, uh, definitely. Uh, and it, it's... And it just surprised me, basically. Uh, but I, but I think uh, a lot of this fear we can see we have just uh, uh, finished uh, just managed to finish that our last Christmas service uh, the other day just before uh, uh, the restrictions came came in for Christmas. Uh, and, but and we can see the lower numbers at the Christmas service uh, compared to what we used to be before the lockdown. Uh, we have only about one third of the audience that but that we normally would have uh, for those uh, uh, services so it's um so i think it's back back to more online and things like that that again mm. but I, I, i'm uh, but i'm still quite positive because one of the good things is that we have been uh, out and around and Actually, meeting people and, and those people we have met out there, that those people that have joined the services, have they have come with, with a positive mind. They have come with with, with that uh, 
believe in everything is going to be good and, and that has, has been a great experience to, to, to meet those people and uh, actually have uh, made me want to do more uh, coming out uh, and that we're going to start that uh, at, at one of the first, first things in the new year brilliant brilliant yeah yeah how about you, Mr. Cox? Well, I see that a lot of the same over here, Jack. Um, there's a lot of people living in fear, including in, in the spiritual movement over here. There, there's still a lot of people just operating in that basic fear. Um, it, in my classes, I, I've noticed one of the most popular questions is why has spirit left me? You know, people actually think spirit leads them. Well, spirit never leads us. It's us that leaves spirit. Hmm. And it's turning their eyes back to spirit so they can see it again and help them grasp onto that little bit of hope that they so desperately need. And just helping them lift up that way. Um, even my clients, I've noticed there's a lot of fear out there. Just, I think we, you know, I want to say, is it fear or is it just uncertainty? Because we've been all been given so many different stories. There, There's just, what do we believe anymore? And when we're trapped in this fear, we feel like all these four walls are around us and we're just boxed in and we can't see past that wall. But when you, as I'm getting my students to turn and look towards spirit more, I'm, I'm also noticing more and more hope in them in every class we have. So I personally feel like we're starting to come out of this. And I, I really feel that because of all of this, people are looking at their lives in a much different aspect now. Not so much the conformity of religion, but more the openness of spiritualism. We're, we're seeing that really start to rise here, you know, because the churches, even before, even before the pandemic, the churches were down a good 30, 40% here. And they've been declining over the decades more and more so. So I think people are grasping more onto the idea of spiritualism. That, that is a very, very pertinent point. Very quickly here, we have the lovely Tim Abbott joining us he says i know jack is doing a great job in educating people in denmark as to the reality of the spirit world thank you tim good evening tim how are you sir bill rich has just jumped in there um don't forget people we do have guys. invites to join us live online if you so wish but yeah you've <clears throat> both said to me the way i'm listening to it the same thing that people are if i go back in time to 2020 halfway through 2020 i found myself saying to people do you know what this is getting biblical now all these events that are going on this is just like you know the old testament stuff that's mm -hmm. going on 
and not a lot of people disagreed with that. But what I feel uh, we are seeing is nothing's being left hidden anymore. Everything's coming to the surface in every aspect of the world, be it the politicians, the leaders, the businesses, the whatever. But for our movement, I think that, yes, spiritualism <coughs> has really sort of like come to the formal now in people's minds. Um, and also, you know, again, people, I do not have a thing against evidential mediumship, but spiritualism offers more than that. And people have been coming back to churches and centres over here in the UK and not not feeling that love that they used to because we've all changed and i keep saying to people you know people who say oh i wanted to get back to normal well it can't because we're all two years older so that normal has gone and we have right. changed i think uh, we're like a turtle we've all we've all re uh withdrawn into our shell our shell for protection uh, you know i don't know what it it's like over there, but over here these days, you're afraid to talk to anybody about anything, and you really only have a conversation with those that you've known for a very long time. Hmm. You know, you don't want to get, you don't want to be judged. Yeah. People are afraid of being judged for being one thing or another over here, and I, I just feel like people are just retracting into their shell. Somebody described this time, actually, uh, and compared it to the 40 days and 40 nights out in the desert. And I thought, actually, that's quite a good yeah. allegory. Yeah. Because yeah, we, wow. we have all faced uh, our dark sides, our shadow cells, whatever the terminology sits well with you. Uh, we have all faced that thought and that prospect of uh, either leaving behind physically the ones we're with at this time or them leaving us behind. And that has right. been a real, real crucial thing with people. But I have found, well, speaking for here at Paul Church, we uh, have gained so many new people coming in, uh, which has been absolutely wonderful because people are coming in with a really investigative mind and wanting to learn more, understand more. Whereas prior to that, we, along with a lot of other churches and centers, we just offered the same dish every week. You know, it's like going to a restaurant every week and always having the house special. Uh, but now the menus are changing and people are actually really engaging with that because the mind's stimulated now, you know, there is that craving. I want to, I want to understand what's going on. I want to try and find peace. I want to find something that I can get my teeth into that I can relate to. And is not the stale doctrines of, you know, do as I say, not as I do, which a lot of the orthodoxies offered previous to that. But yeah, it is. It's really interesting. Jack, very quickly, sir, how is your, um getting the recognition for spiritualism in denmark as a recognized religion how's that coming along sir um that's a very very good question lawrence um <laughs> it is uh 
it, uh, the application has been put in uh, four years ago and it has been uh, twice before what they call the council that uh, and now it has in May it was at the council again and came back to the uh, church ministry with a recommendation, a recommendation of uh, uh, a recommendation of uh, uh, to recognize uh, spiritualism as a religion. And at this moment, their moment, it is in the ministry, and we're just waiting for them just to sign the papers. Uh, but a public administration, uh, uh, that's like, I said last year about uh, this time, uh, I believe and I hope it uh, would came before Christmas, and I can say that again this year, but I won't put in a year on. Uh, that's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's it's a little bit like a treadmill, uh, you know. It's just waiting, 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 uh, uh, and uh, hopefully, I'm gonna give them a call uh, on Monday just to say, "Hey, uh, uh, how are you doing? Uh, how is thing going on?" I know the lady that used to be our contact in the ministry. She has stopped working there now, so it's another one. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the, the the what I know. So she probably I don't know, just trying to get it in, in all the cases she she have got got on her desk. I don't know, but it's a uh, it's a bit of a pain. But I'm positive that uh, we'll have it uh, we'll have it soon, if not before Christmas this year, before Christmas next year. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a nice wide caveat. Okay, so, may, I, may I say I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, spiritualism is not recognized in Denmark in a lot of Europe, Ron. And this is really, one of the thing, yeah, huge. Wow, thing. that blows me away. Well, except for us in the UK, because of the advent of this going online and meeting up with wonderful people like the lovely Jack, is Lola around tonight? Jack, no, Lola is not. Uh, she's Christmas shopping. She's Christmas. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's not until the advent of this online experience that we found out how much of Europe, as spiritualism is not a recognized religion, therefore they cannot have churches. Yeah. So, wow. you know, and it was a bit of a wake-up call for us in the UK uh, to, you know, where we... Right, where I'm sat here physically at the moment, within a seven-mile radius, there are four other churches. You know, and now you're talking, go transpose that over to Europe, and for 400 miles around you, there are no churches. Wow. So Jack's work of wow. getting it recognised as a religion would then lead on to the creation and establishment of spiritualist churches in the country of Denmark, which will be an awesome step forward. Absolutely wow. awesome step forward. Well, I wish you the best. Thanks. I just can't even fathom that. This is 2022, and they don't recognize that. I mean, I mean, we're, over here, they recognize everything. Yeah. But but it's uh, I, I think uh, the case is uh, that nobody have put in an application before. Basically, uh, it's recognized in Norway. I think that's the only uh, European, uh, besides from uh, UK, that it's recognized. 
in Norway. So it's uh, wow. Uh, I don't know. That have been for, but I think it's for ten or twelve years in Norway now at this mo uh, moment, uh, and they have. I've, started to getting more more churches uh, uh, and things like uh, that around uh, in Norway. Uh, but we are really, really, really in, in the very new beginning. Uh, I'm, still, I'm just still blown away by that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even, even through Lawrence and working with the church, I've met people from all over the place. That's why I thought it was so rampant yeah <laughs> spiritualism was so rampant through europe because i after my last broadcast with you i was contacted from people all over germany i got austria i got france um um even australia i i was like okay yeah. well that's really that's amazing yeah so my mind's still struggling to cope with the image of a rampant spiritualist, but we'll move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> the love, where are you? Lovely Arisha, bless her heart, just coming in there. Newton Abbott, which is it's miles oh, away, is awesome. it, sort of like the deep south of the UK, if you can understand that wrong. <laughs> hey. Um, <clears throat> she's just saying they've got lots of new and younger people attending, and very true, it's reflected here at Paul. There is a new generation of people inquiring minds, and you know, and we've got to be there to step up and answer the questions the best we can. Yeah, I have a few children in my class, and let me tell you, their mediumship blows me away. I'm like struggling to keep up with them because they are so unbelievably naturally in tune and they get right into there, right, right into that source immediately. And they're delivering messages like machine guns. It's just blah, 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 blah. And uh, these kids are, are just, this new frame of mind, they're just so open to everything. It's amazing. Would that be in part uh, due to the the freshness of the approach, i.e. not having been brought up and become accustomed to church services and seeing how other mediums work? So therefore, I suppose that would become a guide to how you would let your mediumship work rather than just going, throwing away the rule book and going, use me. I want to I want to get the highest and the best. Just use me and then allow it to flow. Mm -hmm. It is an interesting thought. John Pugtree there, he's living in Denmark and he's thankful for the online churches. Yes, John, uh, the online proliferation of churches and Zoom events um has been awesome and it's here to stay it really is yeah. avieta apparently jack's password is patience <laughs> yeah tim abbott here not only is spiritualism not recognized in some countries media mystical practices are illegal for example in austria healing is still illegal wow thanks tim yeah yeah so uh you know we are 
add to that uh, that uh, in Germ in Germany uh, demonstrating mediumship have has not been allowed for for many years. It is now. It uh, it was allowed to to do it some years ago, but but it it's like uh, they had to call it something else. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember what it was called because uh, a friend of no, mine in Germany, they ended up, they go somewhere and it's not advertised. It's all a little bit, you know, sort of like undercover. Uh, they go somewhere miles away from anywhere and they have the demonstration and then afterwards they may talk about it, but beforehand you don't hear a thing about it. So, uh yeah. lovely Heidi here from, also from America. Yeah, this can't believe that spiritualism is not recognized in most of continental Europe. Hello, Heidi. How are you, darling? Lovely to see you. What about our thing now with the online spiritualism? You know, I've been a great exponent of it, and I'm fascinated how it works, both as a medium and for the church's point of view. My opinion is it's very much here to stay. Uh, it's never going to go away. But I wonder how much of a change we're going to see in that. What changes would you like to see coming in with some of the online works, if any? Don't be shy. Well, <laughs> I, I, I typically, I, I typically prefer one-on-one. -on -one. I will do online messages, but I do prefer that one-on-one -on -one connection. And um, I'm actually going to be doing a church service coming up in March via Zoom. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting, but I'm still that person that wants to meet you one-on-one. -on -one. You know, yeah. I, I like that intimate connection between two souls. Yeah. No, I fully get that. In fact, Bill, if you're still in the room, we were talking about this earlier on. Uh, a few people are now looking at moving over to Zoom because the situation, you know, we've had two years of unsettlement and it doesn't look like it's getting any better any soon. Right. So uh, there's a few people now looking more to work online, whereas we've resisted it beforehand. What about you, Jack? Because you you really uh, take the ball by the horn. I love your services from the Spiritual Association of Denmark. They are wonderful. Thank you, Lawrence. Um, I, I believe that that the online line mediumship, the online services, is come to stay. Um, I know we will continue with the the main way, and uh, but it will. Uh, uh, there will be not as often when, when we can get more out to do the physical uh, uh, services uh, again. Uh, um, and I, like you, Ron, I, I'm, I really, I really love to to be with the, uh, a living audience uh, instead of, instead of uh, on the screen. But I, ha but I have to admit that working uh, like on Zoom, especially on Zoom uh, with the mediumship. Uh, has has done so many good things uh, as well. One thing is for for my own, and I know from other fellow mediums from uh, from for our own mediumship, uh, uh, 
different kind of closeness with spirit because mm -hmm. we don't have the 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 congregation uh, uh, the energy from the congregation uh, to to work with so we have to really to work the energy in a different way and really have really have a need to have a spirit uh, 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 closer uh, especially when like like me working as uh, an evidential medium you know it's it's like uh, I don't know when when we did the first day it was like oh my can we really do this and, and all these things uh, but I have to admit that over those uh, those nearly two years now it has it has changed my mediumship. And I could feel now when, when we have been out doing uh, 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 services uh, uh, with uh, uh, services on, on occasion, uh, again, uh, that difference to suddenly standing there in front of people, feeling all, all their energy or feeling all the emotions and all these things, it just has to uh, uh, change, change your mindset back to that again. Uh, but it's has been lovely. But but basically, I I, I would have swore to uh, two two years ago I'm never gonna do online. Now I can tell you I I, I will continue doing online uh, because it's one thing is that has what it has done for my mediumship, but but another thing is uh, uh, what it has done for me as a person. Uh, and I, I believe for people sitting around there that never would have joined a, ch a church or a service or a, a, even a them and anything because but because i have have had it delivered uh, at home in the in their living room they have joined these services they have joined uh, the dems and they have been familiar become familiar with with um with with mediumship with with spiritual uh, spiritualism and all these things and like uh, Risha and yourself Lawrence talks about uh, uh, you see a younger congregation coming in now in, in the churches, and I believe that's a, a part of the online thing, because we have to admit younger people is more maybe more to to the online thing. So I believe that to get more and more young people in working online is a really good thing uh, in that as aspect uh, as well. There, so it's I, th I think there's so many different. Uh, uh, point of views in it so it's i'm just excited how how the future is going to form uh, uh um spiritualism forms uh, a mediumship in a combination of of uh, uh doing uh, uh online uh, uh events as, as well as uh, um online events as 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 well as on location events and and maybe and even the combination as i know some churches uh, ha, has done they have big screen and, and church and, and the mediums have a, a living audience and the screen and interaction with both i think that's brilliant it's like it's just open the open up the church uh, churches and services in many ways to to reach out to people that for different reasons are not able to to join uh it can be because of distance, because of disabilities and things. And as we just talked about, spiritualism is not that common around the new world as it is in the UK, as it is uh, uh, in the States. Yeah. Um, I, I have seen a couple of services now where they work between 
people online and people actually in the church i i have a bit of an issue over this and this is me call me old-fashioned but my greatest respect is to the people who actually get up get washed get dressed get in their car drive down it and physically come into the church mm -hmm. uh for the medium just to work with them also and you know people like it or lump it the people sat here in the church are the ones that are putting uh donations in the plate which right. enables the church to continue right I was watching one service online, six messages, four of them went online and only two to the congregation in church. Now, had that been me as a congregation member, I'll be honest, I would be a little bit miffed. You know, yeah. I'd, I have dragged my sorry backside all the way down there and they're talking to people online. But that is my, just me, just me yeah. where I come from. But I, I truly understand that, Lord, that, Lawrence. But you have just told us you just, just became two years older as well. Mm. So I've been old. <laughs> Listen, just, just, I really... <laughs> Now then. So, <laughs> what I wanted to say is. Yeah. I do agree with you in that point, and it's. Uh, but I believe there's ways uh, ways to find around it, basically. Yeah, you can't I, get I, a before you donate something. You know, we'll right. be. Unfortunately, Ron, carry on. I'm sorry. Quick, get in there, Ron. You won't get a chance otherwise. I'll tell All you right. right. <laughs> Take a breath, you UK. <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, down here in South Florida, we don't have a spiritualist church anymore. We lost it a couple of years ago, and really, it is all online now. And uh, even the church that I'm going to be speaking with is going to be online, but it's almost 50 miles away from me. So our big churches we have, we've lost. And that connection, you know, I have to do it all online. So mm. Googling everything. Yeah. So time for some comments. Sorry, everybody. Thank you. Gosh, you're busy out there today. Quick question here from Sue Townsend. Do you feel that using technology to connect with people throughout the world is helping to reduce some of the taboos which linger around spiritualism? That's a resounding yes, Sensu. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. I just, with all these new groups out there, you just really need to find which one resonates with you the most. Indeed, because the variety. You know, um... you know another teacher of mine have said when you're looking for a teacher, don't just look for someone to teach, but actually go in and listen to them, listen to their voice. Does their voice resonate with you? If their voice resonates with you, you're basically going to listen to every single word they say, whether it be online or in person. And if it doesn't resonate with you, well, it's you're not going to get anything out of that class. Again, whether it's via technology or rather you're in person. So the teachings of spiritualism, you can get it any way you want to. 
anywhere you just got to make sure that the teacher lines up with what your spiritualism is all about very true yeah very true and also your your understanding and the question of why do you want whatever why do you want to develop to be a medium why do you want to develop to be a healer why do you want to develop your spirit portrait spirit artist side well, i really um, don't think i have a choice yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just had a man walk through my house the other day and i looked at my husband and he's like you just saw another person i said yes yes another spirit person just walked through our house <laughs> I, I freaked the builder out. We were in the kitchen, stood there talking, and I was getting ready to work. And as I was talking to him, somebody was stood to the side, and I just glanced. He went, what are you doing? I went, nothing. He went, there's somebody there, isn't there? And I said, yeah. Why? I said, because I'm getting ready to work, and I'm opening up. No, no. And as he said, no, there was this enormous crack out of nowhere in the kitchen. He went, that and i said well i think somebody on the other side disagrees with you i said anyway yeah. I get to work. <laughs> he, he was absolutely like <laughs> i'm surprised my, he came back <laughs> I, I think my husband was fine until my dogs looked at the spirit person walking through my eye i think that's what flipped him out the most <laughs> i had a memory pop up on facebook from last year and it reminded me charlie my black cat was sat in the lounge and he looked at the door followed somebody around and then did his lift up head having a fuss and if nobody there and the person sat with me was going i'm getting out of here you're weird you're a freak <laughs> you know what i love being weird <laughs> Bill Rich uh, popping in there. People are beginning to realize they can find they can find spirit and get recognition of spirit online like Ron. But like Ron, I would prefer one-to-one. -one. Yeah. I think you can't beat a one-to-one -one in person reading. I think and I found with my one-to-ones, they've changed the evidence is there. Mm -hmm. But a whole ream of other, a new layer of yeah. uh, stuff is coming through. And I, I was quite surprised by that. I was, but I'm thankful. Um, but, yeah, it's really talking with the spirit now, you know, where they are now in that life between lives. Right. Yeah. And I found that fascinating. Kenny Burns in Canada. Uh, and starting your mediumship development. Well, congratulations, Kelly. I hope everything goes wonderfully well for you. There's not many spiritualist churches in Canada, and it's hard to find authentic teachers and teachings. I'm thankful for this platform. Online has been a lifesaver. You bring up a very good subject there, Kelly, because I have uh, this underlying energy that Zoom will be a magnificent teaching aid for people and will really reach out and enable you to come to some absolutely awesome tutors and mentors who are available out there whereas before physicality would have denied your ability to go and see them so uh, what do you think gents as a teaching aid on zoom i think it's excellent I'm getting ready to go into really in-depth study for a year. 
with actually one of the UK teachers. And uh, it's going to be a really in-depth course. And it's all going to be online. Why can't we learn online? You know, why not? Yes, the practice sessions will be online. You know, and it, it's... Although I do like the one-on-one, -on -one, it is teaching me a new way to connect with that energy. You know, so I... Like I taught my class, expansion versus expectation. Learn to expand with spirit, with spirit versus expecting what spirit should do. Because mm -hmm. once you start expecting what spirit should do, you're putting resistance to spirit and stopping spirit from coming in. Versus if you're in a mind where it's expanding constantly, where you're just giving your room more and more room for yourself to gain more and more and more knowledge versus expecting it to come in through spirit. That, that is really good philosophy. I like that because one of the things working online has opened up my eyes to the more and more the limitless power of spirit. When right. I've actually been working mediumistically on, online, they're there. Well, and I never used to get that on platform, but they're there. I'm like, get out of my living room. <laughs> well, even when we're setting with someone, now we're only human. We know spirit's going to show up for them. Or, you know, what are we expecting to show up? Because the person that we may be expecting to show up may not show up at all because it may need to be this other person to give them the message the spirit person. So expecting this one to come in when actually this one does may stop this one from coming in. Yeah. Yeah. You do see that a lot. Jack, you're unnaturally mm -hmm. quiet. What are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. And I believe that uh, like the zoom, uh, zoom teaching and other uh, online platforms uh, can be really good uh, uh, teaching tools. Uh, especially Zoom, I have worked a lot with Zooms where you have the breakout rooms, you can set people in pairs, you can do everything, you go around and look at them like you were in, in the church or in the center or something like that. Uh, so that's that's a really, really great tool and it, it gives an opportunity to exactly to those that is it, not nearby a center or a church or somebody that can, that can teach him. Uh, uh, teach him. Uh, I have to say what we have to be aware of, though, is uh, what uh, the online teaching can give us so much, so much, so much, no doubt about it. But but in my experience, it's like uh, when we've been taught online, if we have only had online teaching, we, we can have bit of a shock when, when we're getting out to, to, to living people, like to, to standing on a platform and things, because it's different energies, different emotions. So so it's just, it's just, just that the online teaching is wonderful, but we just have to be aware that <sighs> it, it won't make a complete medium, in, right. my, yeah. in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting, you know, are we going to see just online mediums developing who do not go out into uh, the real world 
and vice versa are those out in the real world yeah. who will not go on to online yeah uh mm. obviously not one size fits all but no. i think one of the key elements though is uh understanding uh the prospectus of where you're going to learn somewhere something anything to do with spiritualism or your own spirituality and actually doing a little bit of research on it because i've seen some things advertised and i've just recoiled in absolute shock oh yeah um there was a physical teaching um and the criteria was you had to be on your own sat in the dark just with the screen on and i'm like i find that not correct for me uh to have somebody sat on their own hundreds of miles away from the teacher but and you know and then there's what was the other one you can go and view your akashic records and change them if you didn't like them i'm like really <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, it does open up the wrong aspect. Yeah. So it, you get your spiritual tipex out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why I say you got to really, if you're going to do it online, you really have to research who your teacher is, what are their accreditations, what is their experience. And you're right, Jack. That, that, learning how to be a medium online does not necessarily teach you how to give messages in person yeah. you know and yeah. what the, i think when you're in in person more of your authentic self is shown because yeah, about 98 percent of communication is in your body language it's not yeah. in the spoken word well, I know when they blend with me fully, I end up taking over some of their movements that they would do, their hand gestures, their yeah. facial gestures, the way I sound. But that's a that's a complete blend. You know, and how are they going to teach you how to completely blend online? Yeah. And also, when you go out in person, you've got to wear trousers, which is hugely annoying. But <laughs> in Florida, I wear shorts. Oh, okay. <laughs> and in Denmark, we wear animal skins or something, <laughs> long johns and a. a I don't know, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of wonderful teachers, lovely Tim Abbott uh he's going absolute star and uh, going back to the subject about zoom services is to use powerpoint presentation to support the address good idea tim yeah yeah that is possible also with powerpoint you can create little videos uh which i found i've had great fun with so as an introduction to our Zoom services, there's a few screens, some of the history of spiritualism, a bit about healing, and just using that opportunity to just promote spiritualism while yeah. people are waiting for the event to start. But yeah, definitely. Stephen Trolland's watching. Good evening, Mr. Trolland. We hope you're well. Another fine, fine, fine teacher. Hello, Stephen. Bill Rich. Oh, here we go. Do you think that the word church puts people off going to church, but Zoom, etc., takes away that stigma? 
Wow, that's a really good question. I, th I think Bill's thrown it in just to really irritate me because I do have a, th a passion about that one. <laughs> but, well, you know, just what's going on in our country, I could understand that. People have an aversion to the word church just because of what's happened in our country with churches and stuff. So yeah. I can see that, you know. Um, But I, I don't I don't know if Zoom really takes that completely away, you know, for for the stigma. I, I, I don't know that. Mm. Jack, what do you think, sir? Um, yeah, I'm I'm not sure if, if Zoom is taking the uh, uh, that stigma away, but but I think it's not only the word church, but it, uh, I that people that's talking about uh, when we're using uh, uh, the word God and, and these uh, these words that people are when people is not within the spiritualism already uh, uh, that put words like church, God and think they put that into uh, Christianity uh, uh, right. and not into spiritualism and I think right. that's a part of it uh yeah. of, of that stigma i don't think zoom is it might loosen it up a little bit and as we talked about the, uh, the zoom room the online things uh, can invite people in without they have to go through the doors of a church uh, uh, so I, I believe that can take a part of it uh, of it away um but but i think that's what what i usually say to people when people are saying Oh, when you use church, like uh, the word church, uh, the services, uh, the God, and these uh, uh, frames, uh, I just uh, I have to say that. Well, but God is part of our of our belief system within the spiritual. But we we are not defining God to uh, anyone because uh, because of the pers personal responsibility. We have to. Uh, 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 define god on ourselves and the same with with church the church is just a house where we can meet god where we can meet spirit where we can meet each, each other for that sake uh, um I, I, I think if we are, we are looking at the words as a, a single word i think sometimes to putting some words around more words as sentences uh, around uh, 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 the words that is Putting this stigma in, we, we can loosen up, up that stigma. Mm. I, I something I've noticed, and rightly or wrongly, uh, within our movement, and I'm sure this reflects in other religions and other philosophies, that we do tend to latch on too much to the negative. You know, people say, "Oh mm -hmm. no, I don't go to church." You know, so right. everybody runs around trying to create a center and drop the word church. You know. And I'm, I'm more of the belief of saying, you know, work with what you've got. Like here, we are a church. And yes, I do get a few people, oh, no, I don't do church. I go, that's fine. Absolutely fine. If you don't do church, that's brilliant. But I concentrate on the people who do do church. 
Um, and I think that's probably, it's, it's just an idiosyncrasy of mine, but and I, I can be very pedantic in case you haven't never noticed. But the people who do come to church have all their beliefs are respected and everybody works in harmony and unison. Like any family, every now and then we may have a slight difference of a, um, opinion and we do our best to resolve that but i don't think that it, if somebody is that het up and will not go to somewhere because it's called a church that is absolutely fine that's their pathway right and i'm not going to be out there trying to dissuade them or change their mm. course or whatever that is their pathway and i fully respect that and that's fine absolutely <laughs> fine the lovely tim abbott here what is the definition of the word church? Surely it is a gathering of people in worship to a deity. Isn't that what we're doing online? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do think people get too hung up on words at times. Um, yes. When you say that word, what image comes to your mind? The four walls, the sanctuary the rules and regulations that go along with it. Mm. I mean, I was born and raised Southern Baptist. So uh, that's, that was pretty intense as a child, you know? Um, so yeah, when I hear the word church, flags go up with me. And I mean, I was ostracized for being who I am and so red flags go up with me and i understand and yes wherever people gather you know whether it be online or in somebody's house yes you could call it church hmm. or you could call it a fellowship gathering yeah yeah you know or we could call it a spiritualist center you know i'm I, th I think to go back to what you were talking about earlier there, Ron, about expectation v expansion. Yes. And yeah. I think if more people got that philosophy of expansion and go somewhere yeah. to try it without other people's or their own experience clouding that judgment, to walk in the doors and see what you get. And if you like it, great. If you don't like it, great. Right. Unless you tried it. Arisha brings up a very valid point. Bless your heart, Arisha. The church is the people who come through the doors, not the building or the centre. Yeah, and that is right. so true. So, so true. Colin Moore Hill asking a question. Uh, no, not that one. It's an earlier question. Where are you? People are very busy out there typing away. <laughs> oh, yes, it is that one. Having been in churches for a few years now with very varied abilities on display, how would you suggest he gets a deeper understanding of the philosophy of spiritualism? That's, I think that's an ongoing debate, isn't it? Right. Um, in, I can't put it. Uh, uh, to me, I think we have to understand that uh, uh, with, with the philosophy of, of spiritualism, uh, bringing the the, the philosophy uh, forwards, uh, mm -hmm. it's 
it's part of, to me, it's part of the mediumship. It's mediumship as well as uh, evidential mediumship. There is a philosophical uh, mediumship there. Uh, and, and I'm a great believer. I know Anne-Marie Bonner is doing, uh, have doing, uh, uh, is doing this uh, Facebook group where they're doing these uh, philosophical, uh, uh, well, I can't say the word now. <laughs> philosophical. Gathering <laughs> uh, 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 where, where they have a guest speaker and people can join in like an open platform and things like that. That's a great way to ex explore the philosophy. Um, of course, you can read books, you can do uh, a lot of things. Right. But I think for me, what what has done to me, uh, what actually brought me into the spiritualism wasn't wasn't mediumship. It basically it was, but what helped me there and awakened my uh, my deep interest of, of spiritualism was when I when I when I uh, recognized the the philosophy. Uh, 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 within it, not only from the seven principles, but but the philosophy within within the mediumship uh, 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 and and all these things. So, so uh, I to me, it's it's a very personal t thing mm -hmm. uh, uh, how to get that deep understanding. I, I believe that we have different pathways. I, I don't think we can give a certain answer on that. But to explore the philosophy, of course, we can read the books about the philosophy behind the, uh, uh, the spiritualism. But 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 to explore it through our own experiences uh, uh, has to me been been a very important part of it. Very true. What about you, sir, Mr. Cox? <laughs> Again, I. Before I ever started this, yes, I was having all my abilities on display, like Colin says. I didn't even understand what it was until I started getting into classes. And then once I got into classes, I wanted a deeper upper understanding of where all this is coming from. I needed I needed history. So I went back and studied some of the older medium psychics. Gordon Higginson, um, uh, what, what's Mary Hardinger? I can't even think of her name now. Emma she Harding wrote, Britain. Yes, thank you. She wrote the Seven Principles, and I, I've studied on her. Uh, a great way is also the Pioneer Journal. Yes. It has a lot of history teaching in there, and Paul Gaunt is incredible. His writings are amazing, and even though it may be get, may just give me a little bit of information, it gives me enough information that I can pick that up and go research even more, because that just resonated through my soul. Now I need to understand it even deeper. So that's how I learned um, the philosophy of spiritualism is through Paul. You know, because I mean, they didn't go that deep at Arthur Finley, but again, like Jack, it, 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 spiritualism is very personal. It, it's what you, you have to figure out what really, you know, ignites within your soul. 
definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I know. If, if, if I could just add there, uh, now Ron is talking about some of the early pioneers and things. And if we go going beyond uh, uh, them, uh, going about 100 years earlier, we have a like one like Emanuel uh, Swedenborg, uh, the Swedish scientist that. Uh, uh, did some uh, a lot of inspired uh, inspired writing and, and things. Uh, he's worth looking up as, as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, true. I'd, my <clears throat> first circle leader told me I've got to go out and really work on my philosophy. So I do remember going through all these books and going rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Oh God, you, you're having a laugh, aren't you? And doing all that and it, it took a couple of years for it to actually sink in that your philosophy is exactly that is your philosophy uh it's not got an end point oh. you know we're trying to get to the end point of things all the times where actually it's the journey and as the journey grows and evolves with you with your connection with the spirit world you know i, I sit there and have fascinating conversations and different conversations with spirit on different subjects. There, again, there is not one answer. There's different, all these different points of view, and it is absolutely engrossing. So getting back to you, Colin, there, with your philosophy, where can you get a deeper understanding? Well, over the next 36 years, I'll give you that, Colin, because I know how old you are, um you will get a deeper understanding and then guess what you'll get an even deeper understanding after that mm -hmm. and when you come back you'll continue so but it's, it's an unfoldment within it's a journey and it is beautiful when you engage with it do you all know what a slinky is yeah okay a child's toy is slinky i call spiritualism the spiral of the slinky because what you think you've learned, you're going to come around, it's going to come around again. And you think you've already learned this in mm. your teachings. And now it's coming up again to where you get even a better understanding of that teaching. Yeah. And then you're going to spiral around even more. And guess what? That's going to come back in again. And now you're ever going to, going to have a third point of view. Okay. And it's constantly going to go up your slinky of life. And you're always going to be coming into, he's trying to understand philosophy. Well, philosophy is going to come back to you again, Colin. And it's going to keep coming back to you again. The desire for the philosophy is going to come back and come back as you get a deeper and deeper and deeper understanding of it. And that's going to build your depth. Yeah. Yeah. That is very, very true. I, th I think one of the dangers people engage upon, they are looking for the final answer. Yes. And the trouble with the final answer, you then negate everything else in creation. And so they can't happen. They want that definitive answer, that that it, right. that is the nadir, that is the point. And it's understanding you're never going to get that because, no. what was it? A uh, really old book. There are as many schools of thought in the spirit land as there are stars in the sky. And they're all right. Right. They're all correct. And I just love that. Tim Abbott here. Definition of philosophy is one's own truth. And if you could recommend to Colin, who asked the question, meditate and contemplate on their spiritual truth. 
Yes, good advice there, Tim. Arisha, I like it when the medium gives the philosophy from their heart channeled by spirit rather than from something they are reading, although I recognize the need for study. It's very true. We've got a couple of wonderful mediums who write their philosophy down and I keep encouraging them, let go, just do it one day, let go and let them talk because... If you sit there and read something, it becomes a bit stinted. It comes over a bit stinted. But if you just start talking and really let them draw close and put the words into your mouth, it flows like a river and it is awesome. And sometimes you don't even have to put the words in your mouth. The words just flow through you. And as you stand back afterwards and look at it, I'm thinking, I've done this several times. Where did that come from? Yeah, I've never heard this before. Where did it? Well, where did it come? It only could come from one place, and that's spirit. Yeah, I love it when I get a turn of phrase or something pops in, which is not my turn of phrase. Like you were mm -hmm. saying earlier, you pick up the gestures and things right. and the body language. I will say something, and there'll be a couple of words in there, and think, oh, not my words. So I like that. Right. But in the early days, I used to work in engineering. Um, so you can imagine the language was a bit ribald, shall we say. And in the early days, I'd be in the flow and then suddenly I'd drop out of the energy and suddenly become aware of the congregation looking at me. And every time I just thought, what have I just said? Right? <laughs> <laughs> what have I just said? Have I just gone into work mode? Somebody <laughs> asked me, could you repeat that again? And I'm like, yeah. no. Lovely Sarah Jane, who is an absolute delight to know and a wonderful uh, attendee here at Paul Church, just saying, must admit the word church was a bit scary, as was as was the word Christian. From someone coming from a pagan background, I didn't realize that all other religions were welcome, unlike the church that I was brought up in, which was quite insular. Yeah, I get it. I do get it with people that they have good reason that when the word church, through personal experience, I do understand that and I do respect that greatly. Uh, where, where I tend to stumble a little bit is when people just glibly oh no it's church oh, i don't do church why i just don't do church i don't do organized religions and i'm just like okay fine you know don't expect everything to morph around your point of view now because it's not going to no but there's and, going to come a time in your life where you wish you had exactly exactly you know, I, one of, I was reading from one of reverend sally knuckles things today the last words from an atheist and it had all of them there. Napoleon Bonaparte was, Bonaparte was, oh Lord, oh God, why did I doubt you so feverently? Yeah. So they realize it at the very end. Yeah, and in the world wars, it's a very common expression, the foxhole conversion. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, the churches and centers really need to up their game as you can see oh, I can't do it. behind me we we actively welcome kiddies into the church 
Because I always yeah. say, you know, if you get children into the church at a certain age, all right, they're going to get to an age where they go, oh, I don't want to go back to that. That's fine. That's all part of growth and how we evolve on this planet. Right. But the fact that they've got a little bit of history there of going to a church, I would like to think that one day later in their life, they're going to be at a place where they think, I want to go to church because it's familiar to them. It's not been an alien thing. Because once you start, this is what we do in spiritualism, isn't it? We always sowing seeds of different types. That is our job, you know. Sometimes we see it grow and come to fruition. Other times it may not or it may be somewhere else. But that is our job. And as I say, I'd like to think, you know, I've seen, I've had some terrible experiences. Little girl used to walk around holding her hand while she held the collection plate, introduced me to her husband while she was with a new baby the other day i was like oh my god how old am i <laughs> <laughs> you used to be out there <laughs> but, but I, I i think uh if people is keeping their mind home to the church room <clears throat> and just uh i know for myself i i love the churches no matter if spiritualism uh, Christianity or uh, Catholicism or, or whatever it is, but but when I'm traveling around, um, when when I see churches, if I have the time, I'll always go and visit the church. Church, no matter what religion it is, because it's just the energy in there, the the, uh, the feeling of a special place. But most of them, uh, uh, most, uh, a lot of it uh, as well is like uh, I know in Stafford, in middle of Stafford, I know, probably know, know about this little church. Middle of Stafford, there's a little old, old, old church from 1100 something. Uh, I went in, in there uh, 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 and it, there's the most beautiful wooden carvings and, and things they, uh, in there, like with the green man, all, all these pagan things uh, as well. Uh, uh, caving of that. So sometimes, if we allow ourselves to join that those church rooms, we can be really surprised of uh, of uh, of, uh, of the things we can uh, uh, explore there. And uh, another local church to to hear as well. Some some of the the paintings uh, in the church is not what you would think of uh, uh, in a church. It's just amazing. So, yeah. so it's uh, to me, it's about have your mind open and just trying to explore it. Yeah, and I, I think a great tool in opening up. When uh, I'm one of four boys, and when we were about 12, 13, mum used to say to all of us, You're going to church, and you go, What church? She went, I don't care, just go to a church, but you will be going to a church. And so we all did our own thing um, and took ourselves off to church. And I, I'm I, actually, I'm really, really grateful for that experience because it did, I, when I got older, uh, church didn't hold a fear for me. It wasn't an alien concept whatsoever. And I wasn't clouded by other people's perceptions. 
me and my brothers actually were altar boys and we were stopped being altar boys because we had a fight when we were swinging the incense we decided we were playing <laughs> conkers instead so but never mind eh? um <laughs> well that didn't last long no <laughs> yeah i did see a great <laughs> a great future in that religion <laughs> but yeah gentlemen yeah well thank you thank you thank you as i said tonight it was totally free form uh i'm so blessed that we've had some lovely people join us tonight uh you two gentlemen for giving up your time there's ron out there and what's the weather like in florida ron make us jealous well it's about let me check um well it's 80 degrees today it this morning it's been partly cloudy but the sun is coming out but otherwise it's basically been paradise here in south florida yeah, a bit like in england yeah <laughs> 80 degrees no humidity just like england yeah just like england <laughs> And, and Jack's there bar, basking in the uh, Nordic sunlight, I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's quite clear uh, out here and uh, and uh, five, five degrees Celsius. So it's uh, it's quite warm here. It's, yeah. <laughs> That'll get you out of your shorts. I love cops. that sarcastic Viking <laughs> attitude. <laughs> 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 gentlemen thank you thank you so much everybody watching us online thank you for joining in it's been an absolute pleasure doing all these saturday nights we're gonna have a little pleasure brilliant we can have a little bit of a respite here at paul but coming back at you in the new year with a new range of saturday nights uh in the meantime we don't see you online or in person everybody have a wonderful christmas and just remember everything in life is a lesson if you fear it try to run away from it or let it dominate you become something other than what it is it's all a lesson and the famous saying of this too will pass is very true so thank you for your support throughout the year thank you for joining us tonight have a great Christmas. Yeah, and it's not what's around the tree, it's who's around the table that counts. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas.